It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I wanna say is, just give me some hot pizza. It all here with yet another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the very best financial radio programs featuring some of the best financial advisors from around the country. And it's all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Hey, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share the podcast. That would be amazing. And if you want to reach any of the advisors featured on the show, you can call them 800-662-6808 or just text pizza to 21000. Email me, steve at financialpizza.com. Most would agree the past week has had some historic significance, the inauguration of the president. And so what did the market do? Yeah, pretty much what it's been doing. On Biden's first day, some records were hit. By Friday, the market was down, focus now shifting to COVID lockdowns and the ramifications. All right, let's get this pizza cooking. And for our first slice, it's from America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta. Here, Coach Pete and producer Thomas Lipscomb have an interesting conversation about annuities. Yeah, well, income's the most important thing. It really is. It's not your balances in your stock accounts, even though those are fun to look at when they're up and no fun to look at when they're down. Yeah. But we need to, again, we need to design, build, and protect a proper plan. I've got an article here. Again, Tom Hegner, he's, he's been a friend of the show. He's been on the show probably about 20 times over the last 10 years at least. He's yeah. a buddy of mine. We, we both have exchanged book ideas, and uh, he signed my, one of my first books, and I signed one of his too, so it's really fun. But he wrote an article, just came out, and the, uh, the title is The Anti-Annuity Dominoes Have Fallen. And <laughs> okay. so I'm just going to read, I'm going to quote him here in the article. He said, and this is again, Tom Hegner, I've been an, uh, an annuity believer for 30 years. Mm. The research of leading PhD specifically on the power of income annuities in retirement is overwhelming. You really must consider and cover your basic living expenses in retirement with some form of guaranteed lifetime income. Social Security, pensions, and annuities, that's the guaranteed income right. places, right? Yeah, yeah. And so there, the problem is that the general public doesn't read white papers published by these leading PhDs. They get their information from TV talking heads and their buddies at the coffee shop. Ugh, it makes a lot true. of sense, doesn't it? It does. Think about where we get our information these days. Again, that's now we're transitioning away from me reading the article and talking <laughs> about that. But but where are you getting your information from? And who's, mm. who like, is a person really qualified to give you the information? That's if you're great. watching CNBC and trying to get retirement information, Many times it doesn't work out that way. No, because and I, and I love I watch CNBC a lot of times too. But that's showing you how to how and where to invest. Yes, absolutely. To try to make money. Absolutely. But, but it really doesn't talk about preserving that money or when to get out. It's yep. always when to get in. If you watch Kramer, he'll tell you to get in and out, buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. <laughs> but many times it's too late by the time you hear him say something. Right now, let me just summarize the article a little bit, Thomas, because I don't want to read it here. But 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 uh, Tom Hagner talked about the the, the the problem that a lot of people run into is. The annuity solution is the best fit, but yet they are in love with something else. For instance, somebody saying my rental property is my annuity. Like if you have a, if you're the landlord kind of person and you're and you're collecting money from your tenants, right? Mm-hmm. So, or my laddered bond portfolio is my annuity. Or why buy an annuity when my dividend-paying stocks increase their dividends over time? Or uh. I am a big believer in tax-free municipal bonds. Heard that okay? before. Yeah. yeah. And then, like Tom says in the article, I want to be clear, I'm not against any of these strategies to supplement retirement. I'm not either, Thomas. I think everything has a place in the proper portfolio. No Diversification. No doubt. But they shouldn't be used to cover basic living expenses in retirement because all those things we mentioned could go down. You could mm-hmm. lose money there. So 
If I've learned anything from the COVID-19 crisis, we've had a firsthand view of why these alternate strategies are suboptimal. So let's look at them more closely. Now, when someone talks about my rental property is my annuity, things could go wrong there. Maybe your tenants aren't paying anymore. Again, with COVID-19, there's been like people aren't paying a lot of times. So they're Absolutely. moving out. Or How do you get rid of them if they're not paying? Sure. So yeah. And if you're depending on that rental property for your basic living expenses, like eating, your own mortgage payment, and they're not paying you, what's going to happen? Well, that's a good question. And if you'd like a good answer, then give Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial a call. It's 800-662-6808. Reach them by text at pizza to 21000. Financial Safari heard on radio stations around the country. It originates in Raleigh, North Carolina. To learn more about Coach Pete and the team, visit CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Pizza! We turn out to Kevin Frisbee in this clip on his version of Financial Safari. He breaks down the pros and cons of a 401k and explains some of the tax advantages of using this very important retirement planning vehicle. The old Ben Franklin T-chart, you know, he drew a line uh, down the middle of a page and he put the pros and the cons. So for the 401k, the pros would be you get pretty high contribution limits, as I just mentioned those. Mm -hmm. You get a tax savings. You get to deduct those uh, monies you put into a traditional 401k off of your gross income. That can be a huge benefit, especially if you're a high earner. By the way, there are limitations on your earnings, and they phase out how much or, or uh, traditional IRAs. I'm sorry, not 401ks. You're able to max out the 401ks if you want, but when you start doing traditional IRAs, there's phase out. So look at your sure. income. Yep. Um, there's pr another pro is employer matching. So hopefully your employer is still matching something. I know a lot of the uh, companies have cut back on the matches recently since COVID. So that's something to pay attention to. And I will challenge if your company's not matching anymore, why are you putting all your money in the company sponsored 401k plan? That's a great and and I mean that saying, if you're going to put not, not max it out, let's say, but you're only going to put 15 or $20,000 in that. Why aren't you going to an independent advisor and taking, you know, the amount you could put into a traditional IRA and carve that off instead of committing it to the 401k? I'm just asking the question because we have these conversations often with people. If, you're, if your employer is not matching, be careful there. Sure. There's, be there's better choices outside of the 401k uh, for management. And then the other thing with the 401k uh, on the pro side, you do have access to loans. So if you needed to dip into it, and I'm not a fan of this, but a lot of people do this, you could dip into it as a loan. So it's no tax event. You have to pay that back as far as like a monthly payment. Uh, so you're paying yourself back. But there's a challenge to that as well. The, the, um, the, the con to that, if you take a loan from your 401k, if you lose your job and uh, all of a sudden you're, you're going to be subject to taxes and early withdrawal penalties if that loan is not paid off. So the, the, those are some of the pros, some of the cons of a 401k. You have really limited investment options, especially in the thrift savings plan with the federal government. I mean, six, seven options only. I mean, it, that's not doing you any favors. So that's why I'm telling you, if you're not getting a, a company match, or if you can maybe carve some of that money off into a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA, there's going to be much better choices uh, with an independent advisor firm like what we what we help people with. And then the fees can be pretty high in, inside a 401k, and you might not know it. Um, you you might look at some of those life cycle funds and not not quite understand what they are. You got to look internally and find out what the fees are. And then you've got early withdrawal penalties if if you do access some of that money, as I just mentioned, if you take a loan. You, you lose your job for some reason. You don't pay that loan back. It's a taxable event. And you're subject to early withdrawal penalties in addition to the taxes. So you got to watch the pros and cons on anything you do with your finances anyway. Always a good idea to stay on top of your retirement plan. 
especially with all the volatility we're seeing. You can hear Kevin's show, Financial Safari, on multiple radio stations throughout the state of Maine, as well as every Thursday afternoon at 3.50 on the Howie Car Radio Program as Kevin offers his insight to the market for the week. You can also find all the radio and TV shows at frisbeebenefits.com. That's F-R-I-S-B-I-E benefits.com. You can also find him on Apple Podcasts where you can subscribe, have those shows delivered to you each and every week. Reach him here by calling 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 210. Pizza! How do you know if you're working with the right advisor? Well, Robert Kuhn and his show Decoding Wall Street weighs in, and here Robert stresses the importance of getting your retirement plan right the first time. Oh, 100%. And I mean, it really is. And it, it, it has to be done the right way the first time. And I, <laughs> yeah, you don't get a second chance on that one. Not when it comes to investing, but here's the beautiful thing the market has given us an opportunity now because. You know, it's never a good time to make change, ever, right? I mean, Mark, I don't want to lose my gains. Well, the market's, you know, I'm down so much I don't want to, you know, sell now. I mean, there's just never a good time to make change. But here's the deal with the market. It's given us the opportunity now to reevaluate, look at things again. And I want to talk a lot about that uh, today on the show. And, you know, we're often asked, you know, kind of how do I know, you know, that I have a good advisor or kind of what are the things that we we should look at. And uh, we'll kind of sprinkle these in, you know, throughout the show today. But uh, we're big believers that returns matter and uh, risk management matters. And, uh, you know, we're going to stick with it and we're going to keep preaching that story. And so how do you know if you have a good advisor? What what should we be looking for? Are there are there are there benchmarks we should look at? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, and, and again, we do, Steve, a, a financial advisor audit. Um, and, and that's kind of, you know, something we take uh, listeners through. And so you can see if you have a good relationship in place. Uh, if you want to learn more about that, text KCP to 474747. And we'll talk, you know, about that. But a couple of things. Uh, let's, let's talk about communication. Sure. Okay. So how often do you communicate with your advisor? Is it proactive or is the advisor always reactive as far as reaching out to you? Do they have a, are you on a set schedule? I mean, let's just look at, you know, going to the dentist or what's the, we never leave a doctor's office without what? Another appointment. Absolutely. Right. So why don't we know when we're going to proactively talk with our financial advisor? So at a minimum, now I have clients that text probably more than they should, but it's their money, right? Right. But, you know, so we know that we're going to talk with our clients at a minimum on a monthly basis. Quarterly financial planning updates, those are key. Again, these are things that we talk about in the first meeting that, you know, are you proactively updating my financial plan or do I have to actually reach out to you to update it? How about portfolio stress testing? We're going to portfolio stress test. I think on an average, you should look at it doing a minimum monthly. You know, how often is your advisor sharing those portfolio stress tests with you? Again, it's just simple, basic communication. Um, you know, so those are just, and we'll talk about some more throughout the show right. today, but I think a lot of it comes down to communication. Do you have a set schedule on when you're going to review? Ultimately, you're generally speaking, a lot of times your largest asset. If you don't, let's say, you know, 90% of the people in this industry, you know, the only time that they talk to a client is ultimately when they call in. So, you know, you have a very, you know, a, a client centered advisor 
if uh, you're on a schedule and you know exactly what that schedule is going to be. I like what he said about a client-centered advisor. Now, you can learn more by visiting kuhncp.com. That's K-U-H-N-C-P.com. Robert's show, Decoding Wall Street, can be heard Saturday and Sunday at noon on WLS 890 in Chicago. You can also get the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Why don't you subscribe so you don't miss an episode? Pizza! Now we join Sabakon Smith and her show, Financially Fearless. In this clip, Saba and I are talking about the process she brings her clients through to help make sure they get all the way to and through retirement. The first thing I always look at is retirement budget. You know, okay. like, I mean, I think that that's huge. So understanding whether or not you're ready about it, we see it a lot. We, we Right now, especially like you said, with COVID-19, we get a lot of folks that are saying, okay, I'm going to push off retirement. And then there's a huge population who's at risk, who's like, I'm just going to retire now. I'm mm-hmm. not going to put myself at risk. Right. But there's so many questions that need to be answered before you get to that. And retirement budget is huge because it's the first step to create a mock retirement budget. Right. And well, I think some people, some people are just scared. Some people are scared of the word budget. It's like a dirty word. <laughs> so, so let's let's just spin it with in a different light, and we'll call it a lifestyle expense report. How's a that? A lifestyle expense report. I like that. I think our clients would like that too. We should definitely make that change there because it's a it's a more attractive way than budget. Budget well, but sounds like it's a different like, way of thinking of it a little bit, but it it's is. the same thing. Because when you hear the word budget, you think of handcuffs. <laughs> Right. You're well, thinking yeah. of like, oh, getting yeah, cut. having to cut back and restrict <laughs> and all of those things. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And I mean, uh, I think that, yeah, looking at it as an overall lifestyle plan <laughs> yeah, is a see? good idea. But that's what we want in retirement. We want the same lifestyle that we've had up until retirement. Throughout life. Yeah. I think, you know, you want to you want that, but you need to understand what your income is going to be. True. And I and I think it's possible for a lot of people, but it's not for others. So there's some downsizing that might need to take place, especially if you're retiring early. There's going to be some changes to those expectations. Mm-hmm. And so I think managing your idea and expectations of what retirement would look like can make it possible to retire early. But uh, it's all about where your expectations lie and your ability to abide by those those restrictions that we're talking about because <laughs> sure, they're there. Sure. Yeah, of course. And and oftentimes we look at retirement as this, you know, break free freedom and no more restrictions in life. When I retire, I'm going to do whatever I want. Well, unfortunately, it's not necessarily true. There is some level of, of discipline you need in retirement well, to make yeah. sure you don't outlive your money. And I think that's, that's pretty huge. Um, and so I think that understanding what your income will be and how you can confidently spend the money you have accumulated for retirement, that's a big part of that plan. And, and I'd love to sit down and go over that with most of my clients because we'll say, OK, look, do you really need the house that you're in right now? And let's say it's paid off or it's not. Can we downsize? Um, you know, are you going to have certain expenses then that you don't have now? Are you going to not have some expenses then that you have now? And all those things play a huge role. Sure. And as, as we start getting into, uh, you, you know, talking about early retirement, but to get there, and I think if, if COVID-19 is, has pointed, well, a whole lot of things out to a lot of us, but how important that emergency fund is. Oh, my gosh, it's huge. That's yeah. the most important thing because you never know what's going to happen. You might need – look at the heat right now. What if your AC went out Yeah. and you're in retirement and you're on a fixed income? Having that emergency fund is huge because you got to prepare for that by saving at least, I would say, three months of living expenses need to be put away for emergencies and have it easily available to you. So it can't be in something where the money's tied up and let's say it's real estate. 
you know, you can't really sell that really quickly to go replace a furnace. So you, <laughs> right. you want to make sure that you have it in an easily accessible account. That emergency fund is something that can't be overlooked. It is so important. Saba and her show, Financially Fearless, airs on 94.5 WPTI in Greensboro, North Carolina, Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. You can also find your podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get yours. I'd suggest subscribing to it as well. It's delivered to your phone free each and every week. Visit 1890wealth.com. Those are the numbers, 1890wealth.com to learn more. Call her here, 800-662-6808, or text PIZZA to 21000. PIZZA! Up next is Brian Quaranta and his show, Retirement U Radio. Now, in this clip, Brian and I are talking about fees in your plan, and many people don't know what kinds of fees they're paying and why it's important to be with the right advisor, and that advisor needs to be transparent so you know exactly where you stand in that regard. When the paycheck stops, now what, right? We, we have yeah. to recreate that income. And, and that's the whole purpose of why you were saving. The whole purpose of why you were saving is so that at some point uh, when you retired, your money starts to work for you. Yeah. So uh, so let's go through these real quick because we're not going to have a whole lot of time. And I think we got to get to some of these questions too, Steve, right? Yep, exactly. Um, so, um, you know, obviously you can, you can boost your 401k balance by maxing out contributions. You know, you can also invest in IRAs if you have the ability to do that and you're not over income limits. You can add tax diversification um, by converting to Roth IRAs. So at Secure Money Advisors, uh, we can teach you how to go from taxable income to tax-free income through good strategies like conversion strategies and things along those lines. But along with that, we want to minimize taxes before and after retirement. There's lots of different ways we can do that. This is a big one, right? Cutting costs and fees on your retirement and investment accounts. Fees will reduce your gains and compound your losses. And if you're paying a fee, I don't have a problem with somebody paying a fee, but I want to know what you're paying for, right? Because if you're paying a fee to an individual that's not even reaching out or providing comprehensive planning or servicing you or providing you with a team of people to help uh, mitigate all of the risk in retirement and bring you through a comprehensive planning, then what are you actually paying for? OK, because what we've got to understand about my industry and, and don't let these don't let my industry fool you, folks, um, you, you know, don't think that these advisors are managing these portfolios in house. They use third party managers and that takes a lot of work off of those advisors. And the reason why they use third party managers is because it's to free up time to provide you with the servicing and the comprehensive planning part about it. But most guys just acquire the asset. And that's it. The other thing is you got to control your housing costs. What, what I have found is the people that are most successful in retirement have the least amount of expenses. Makes sense, doesn't it? Makes perfect because, sense. Right. Because, you know, take someone that's generating $10,000 a month in cash flow, but their, but their cost of living is eight or $9,000 a month. Take somebody that's generating $5,000 of cash flow a month, but their cost of living is only $2,500 a month, right? Or, or $2,000 a month. Who's in a better position? Right. It's going to be the individual that has the highest disposable income, not the highest cash flow, the highest disposable income. So controlling housing costs is important. And of course, uh, your, your cost of living, too. Right. The things, you know, how you're spending your money, what you're spending your money on, things along those lines. And then most importantly, and I don't think people are really ready for this one, Steve, you really have to reinvent your life. What are you going to do? Right. You're now going to have all this time on your hands. I've seen you know, again, I've got over 1200 clients. I, I literally have clients that have become depressed in retirement because they no longer have a purpose. 
This is especially prevalent with a lot of our executives that we retire because, you know, executives are used to, you know, managing a team of 500 people or running a company of 5,000 people. You know, they're flying around on corporate jets and all of a sudden the day that they retire, they're now just a normal citizen, right? They no longer have that power that they once had and all these people relying on them. And now they don't know what their purpose is. So you better reinvent yourself and figure out what you're going to do. Good advice for sure. From having that portfolio x-ray done to making sure you really have something to do after you retire. Now, just because you were in charge at work doesn't mean your spouse needs your direction. I'm just saying. Now, you can hear Brian's show Saturday mornings at 8 on 94.53 WS in Pittsburgh or on the iHeartRadio app. The website is securemoneyadvisors.com. And you can reach Brian and his team by calling 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 21000. When the paycheck stops, now what, right? We, we have to yeah. recreate that income. And, and that's the whole purpose of why you were saving. The whole purpose of why you were saving is so that at some point uh, when you retired, your money starts to work for you. Yeah. So uh, so let's go through these real quick because we're not going to have a whole lot of time. And I think we got to get to some of these questions too, Steve, right? Yep, exactly. Um, so, um, you know, obviously you can, you can boost your 401k balance by maxing out contributions. You know, you can also invest in IRAs if you have the ability to do that and you're not over income limits. You can add tax diversification um, by converting to Roth IRAs. So at Secure Money Advisors, uh, we can teach you how to go from taxable income to tax-free income through good strategies like conversion strategies and things along those lines. But along with that, we want to minimize taxes before and after retirement. There's lots of different ways we can do that. This is a big one, right? Cutting costs and fees on your retirement and investment accounts. Fees will reduce your gains and compound your losses. And if you're paying a fee, I don't have a problem with somebody paying a fee, but I want to know what you're paying for, right? Because if you're paying a fee to an individual that's not even reaching out or providing comprehensive planning or servicing you or providing you with a team of people to help uh, mitigate all of the risk in retirement and bring you through a comprehensive planning, then what are you actually paying for? Okay, because what we've got to understand about my industry and don't let these don't let my industry fool you folks, um, you know, don't think that these advisors are managing these portfolios in house. They use third party managers and that takes a lot of work off of those advisors. And the reason why they use third party managers is because it's to free up time to provide you with the servicing and the comprehensive planning part about it. But most guys just acquire the asset. And that's it. The other thing is you got to control your housing costs. What, what I have found is the people that are most successful in retirement have the least amount of expenses. Makes sense, doesn't it? Makes perfect because, sense. Right. Because, you know, take someone that's generating $10,000 a month in cash flow, but their but their cost of living is eight or $9,000 a month. Take somebody that's generating $5,000 of cash flow a month, but their cost of living is only $2,500 a month, right? Or, or $2,000 a month. Who's in a better position? Right. It's going to be the individual that has the highest disposable income, not the highest cash flow, the highest disposable income. So controlling housing costs is important. And of course, uh, your, your cost of living, too. Right. The things, you know, how you're spending your money, what you're spending your money on, things along those lines. And then most importantly, and I don't think people are really ready for this one, Steve, you really have to reinvent your life. What are you going to do? Right. You're now going to have all this time on your hands. I've seen. You know, again, I've got over 1,200 clients. I, I literally have clients that have become depressed in retirement because they no longer have a purpose. This is especially prevalent with a lot of our executives that we retire because, you know, executives are used to, you know, managing a team of 500 people or running a company of 5,000 people. You know, they're flying around on corporate jets and all of a sudden the day that they retire, 
they're now just a normal citizen, right? They no longer have that power that they once had and all these people relying on them. And now they don't know what their purpose is. So you better reinvent yourself and figure out what you're going to do. Good advice for sure. From having that portfolio x-ray done to making sure you really have something to do after you retire. Now, just because you were in charge at work doesn't mean your spouse needs your direction. I'm just saying. Now, you can hear Brian's show Saturday mornings at 8 on 94.53 WS in Pittsburgh or on the iHeartRadio app. The website is securemoneyadvisors.com, and you can reach Brian and his team by calling 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 21000. PIZZA! Let's join Richard Pelletier in West Salem, Massachusetts, and his version of Financial Safari. Now, in this clip, Richard and I are talking about asset allocation, how important it is to know just what your money is doing for you in a less-than-stable market. Well, retirement can be decades long, and the question is, do you want to get any sleep during that 30-year period? Occasionally would be good, yes. <laughs> you know, if you're going to spend your nights up walking around having milk and cookies so you get back to sleep, you're in deep trouble. Uh, but again, a retirement should be uh, about relaxation, uh, peace of mind, uh, enjoying your grandkids, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yes. Uh, taking dance lessons with your girlfriend of 40, 50 years. Uh, but again, if you're worried, uh, and again, everybody's celebrating the stock market going up recently, hitting all-time records. But boy, I tell you how quickly we forget the pain and fear and anxieties of that market taking a plunge in February and March. Right. It should have been, should have been an eye-opener for most retirees. However, I feel the human ability to forget pain is enormous. Okay? I completely so, agree. Uh, when it comes to allocation, I always ask my client, uh, we've given you multiple options here, multiple different classes of platforms available. Uh, some are totally in the market, tactically managed. Uh, some are completely immune to any downturns in the stock market. What's your feedback? How much of your money do you think you ought to have uh, in the stock market at, at 60, 70, 80 years old? And again, this is not a secret to anybody on board of my clients. I always ask the wife first, how much of these assets you've got to invest do you want in the bank? <laughs> and the guy sits back there and says, you want 50% of our money in cold, hard cash? <laughs> and then I turn to the guy and say, well, how much money do you want in the stock market? And she turns to him and says, you want what? 90% of our money in the stock market? I start a lot of fights. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. But those are discussions that need to be had. Well, I'm trying to instigate a conversation between husband and wife who may or may not be actively engaged in these kinds of decisions because it's critical that if they've lasted 30, 40 years of marriage, they know all about compromise. Of it's course. called yes, dear. Yep. I'm right there mm -hmm. with you, Richard. Right there with you. Oh, yes. Happy wife is happy life. Okay. We don't get into that one too deep. But I'm just saying that the allocation has to come with some degree of feedback from the client as to the type of platforms uh, they offer. And here, we're fiduciaries. Uh, it's what's best for the client for, as from their perceived uh, viewpoint. I think you should always have money in the stock market at any age, but how much? You should always have plenty of cash for financial reserves uh, and uh, available for emergencies uh, and to tide you over uh, and during periods where the market is down. So you don't have to take money out of the stock market value that's down 10, 15, or 20 percent. All right. Uh, and there's obviously a middle ground in there somewhere. We'll, we'll find something for you. But again, 
uh, an active conversation onboarding new clients, get them to dissolve, and they usually will make some sort of a compromise and meet in the middle. I like the way he helps couples get the right allocation in their portfolio. Marriage is certainly about compromise. Financial Safari with Richard Pelletier heard Saturday mornings at 9 on News Radio 560 WHYN in Springfield, Massachusetts. Stream it on the iHeartRadio app, too. You can learn more by visiting his website, helptoretire.com. That's helptoretire.com. You can call him 800 662 6808. Text pizza to 21000. Pizza! One more clip from America's 401k show where we find America's wealth coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta. He and I are talking about our nest egg and what that really means. These are sayings we hear a lot, though, yeah. a nest egg. And then a lot of folks have said, well, they don't really know what that means completely. What is a nest egg? And, and a nest egg is the money. When you look at an egg, like a nest egg, where birds sit on eggs, they protect them. Right. They don't want anything to happen to the eggs. Right. If the eggs break or if people get around it, they go wild, right? So, so our nest egg for our money we need, to, we need to almost be like birds. We need to be a lot more cautious about where, where our eggs are. Got to watch out for oh, the snakes. Oh, gosh, there are a lot of snakes out there. A lot of foxes in the hen house, a lot of snakes in the, yeah. in the trees, everything. So what does this mean to the financial world? It, it just means that I've seen way too many people that have gigantic eggs sitting in one nest where that's all of their eggs are one basket kind of thing. We should have a lot of little eggs spread out amongst, amongst a lot of different nests all over the place. And so... It seems a lot simpler to say, but we have here's here's what it is. There's a lot more people that have a lot too much of their money in the stock market. That's mm-hmm. what it comes down to sure. because we have no choice. A lot of times, the 401k that's where the money goes, or we put it in a cash account, which that's financial suicide. That's losing money safely. So there aren't many choices in the 401k to have a lifetime income account because Steve, we think about it. The 401k is a retirement replacement for pensions. We used to have, I remember my relatives, they would work for 30 or 40 years for a company and they retire and the company would give them a paycheck for the rest of their life. Right. Smaller than what they were making, but it was called a pension. Yep. And so they cut that out. The company was taking all the risk to fund your retirement. That's what a pension was. Companies started saying, we can't take all this risk. We need to pass it over to the consumer, the employee. So now you have this defined contribution plan called the 401k where you define how much you put in every single pay period. And most of you don't want to put in as much as you should because you look at it as a bill. It is a bill. It's a bill for your retirement, though. So when you get to retirement and you haven't funded that 401k correctly or your 403b or your thrift savings plan, well, now you're mad at everybody but yourself. Who is responsible for your retirement? You are. All right, so now let's go to the other side. The person's done a great job funding their 401k or the 403b, their TSP. We've got millions of dollars or close to a million or a whole bunch of money in their accounts, but yet they're all tied to risk. And none of those accounts tell you with certainty what your minimum lifetime income would be per month for the rest of your life. And I've never seen one that says it's going to pay you until you pass away. And then it's also going to pay you or pay your spouse if they're still there until they pass away. So you have to have double lifetime income, Steve, because if you're husband and wife or two spouses, you need to have the checks come for the rest of both your lives, not just one. We call this pension maximization. We need to make sure that the pension is maxed out through both of our lives. And unfortunately, the 401k doesn't even give you lifetime income for one of your lives. So there are special vehicles out there where you can roll tax-free your money out of your 401k into your financial retirement pension plans. And we can tell you with certainty what your minimum income would be for the rest of your life based on what you put in. Now, what we don't recommend is rolling all the money for the 401k. Just roll enough to give you the lifetime income streams that you need to do everything you want to do all the way through re- retirement. And send, we, a lot of times we like to have two or three different streams come in so we don't have to activate them all at one time so we have increasing income down the road. I do like this thought of multiple income streams throughout retirement. 
America's 401k show airs on several stations in the Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina market. It's also available on Apple Podcasts as well as americas401kshow.com. You can call them here, 800-662-6808. Text PIZZA to 21000. If you'd like to reach the team at Capital Financial, visit capitalfinancialusa.com. Learn more about Coach Pete by visiting peteondemand.com. That's peteondemand.com. So there you have it. Episode 88 of Financial Pizza, cooked to perfection, boxed and ready for that no-contact delivery. Now, if you'd like your financial pizza delivered to you each and every week, well, subscribe to it, and it'll be in your podcast collection automatically. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you download your podcast. And as long as you're subscribing, go ahead and rate and share it. I'd be really appreciated. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs heard around the country each and every week, all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 21000. Email me, steve, at financialpizza.com. I want to thank everybody for listening. We really do appreciate it. I'm Steve Siddall. We'll see you next time right here on Financial Pizza. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.